Welcome to Fresh from the Esky. Subtitled Ordinary Lives, Ordinary People. Accompanied by Ordinary Production, Ordinary Editing. Sit back, grab a beer, relax and enjoy. Welcome listeners to episode 26 of Fresh from the Esky. On my own this week, as in Ben's not here, his team lost the footy, so Ben's deserted. Podcast for the week, he's out on Mad Monday. I could get in contact with him by phone or something, but really, it honestly would not be worth it. I had him here on Silly Sunday for Father's Day, and he was more of an annoyance than anything. But we have got a guest. Got a guest from um, one of my work colleagues from that mine out in central Queensland, undisclosed mine that I work for, uh, Dave Evans. Welcome along, Dave. Hey, Hodjo. Thanks for having me, mate. No, thank you for coming along. Dave recently became a tradesman. Yes, sir. After, in what trade do we call it these days? I'd call it a diesel fitter, but it's... Yeah, still oh, mechanical engineering, something, something. Something like that, yeah. Diesel fitting. Yeah, um, you've got a hobby that we'll get into later where you're... I think you enjoy hurting people, or, <laughs> or either that, or enjoy getting hurt, one or the other. Bit of column A, bit of column B. Yeah, bit of that. You are local to Rockhampton at the moment. Yes, sir. We'll get into your upbringing and all that stuff, but first of all, do you do you follow the podcast much, Dave? I haven't listened to too much, Hodjo. Haven't you? I've been uh, getting right through out. a few audio books, so right out. Well, once they're dusted, we'll get into your podcast. All right, that's listeners. very good. I hope so, because otherwise I'm going to edit this severely and you're going to sound like an absolute clown, all right? That's nothing but unusual. <laughs> what we do do is we have a beer. Yeah, right. And this week I've got some. We're straight out of the esky. I uh, just picked these up at um, Bob's Bottler's Boozo or whatever he calls himself. A bit suspicious of them now, but they're a Pacific Beverages Radler, crisp lager and natural lemon. Well, I don't mind lemon, so I just don't know about it in my beer, but we'll give these a try. I'll get you a stubby cooler, Dave. No worries, Audrey. Rockhampton Engineering, I used to work there once. An undisclosed um, place I used to work at. <laughs> Righto, so we'll give this a taste. No, they'll be twist tops, won't they? Yep. Everything is these days, isn't it? Nah. So it's meant to be a lager with a twist of lemon. I think a couple of those went summers with a twist of lime or something yeah, once. Yeah, they, they taste like someone else or something. Yeah. Don't mind, actually, but I don't know if it's beer. Mm. Tastes it's more like a... Sweet. Yeah, a bit sweet. Tastes like a Moselle or something, I think. But anyway... Yeah, I can see it'd be first quenching on a summer's day, mm. maybe, or something. Mow the lawn, have one of them. Yeah, one or two, and then you get some real beer out. But no, not a bad <laughs> beer. I think that's what they're for, actually, first quenching. That's about it. All right, David Evans, where do we start? Where Where does the David Evans story start? Oh, oh I did read in Facebook something about Bundaberg, but that's not correct? Like oh, I grew up down there. We, um... Born, born up here in Rocky. In Rockhampton, right out. Yeah, Rocky. I believe I we moved down there when I was probably four. Yep. So around '94. Mum or dad chasing work or something down uh, there, or don't know. I think they just wanted to move. Sick of Rocky. Moved down there for a while, and I think we moved back up to Rocky in 2015. End of 2015. Oh, so it's been a lot of. Yeah. So from what. Did you say so? Yeah. So most of your most of primary school, a bit of your yeah. fair bit of your secondary school down there. Yeah, finished high school up here at North Rocky. At North Rocky, oh, good school. That that's where Ben teaches. Oh. Yeah. There you go. And well, Bundaberg, like Bundaberg, enjoyed it. Wasn't it? a bad town. Well, as a kid, kept out of trouble for the most part. You did. Yeah. Well, that's good then. Ride ride the pushies around the place. Ride to the beach sometimes before feeling a bit. Adventurous, yeah. Bundaberg smaller than Rocky, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. more spread out. Yeah, everything sort of just spread a further distance. But the beach is only like ten k or something from the CBD. It's pretty close. Yeah, which is good. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's not a bad beach down there, is it? It's no. We used to. I think we used to frequent Kelly's Beach a fair yep. bit. Be sandier beaches than 
a lot of volcanic rock down there. Is there? But yep. yeah, Kelly's Beach, I think it was, was at Bagara was nice. Oh, Bagara, yes, I've heard of Bagara, yeah. You used to go down to Morse Park a bit too. It's sort of North Bundy. Yep. So, primary school at? Branyan Road State School. That sounds very country. <laughs> very country. How many yeah, students was, there? Twelve? Uh, no, it was a decent sort of school. Was it? Yeah, it was just sort of um, out towards uh, I think Sandy Hook Ski Gardens. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Down that. And then um, went to Bundy High for primary school. For no, high school, sec- sorry. For secondary school. Secondary, yeah. yeah. So, mum and dad eventually... Got sick of the Bundaberg life as well? Or? Uh, no, my big sister started uni, well, was doing a uni course and it wasn't available down there. Oh, right, yeah. so she so went to Central Queensland Uni yeah, up here? She come up here and we all moved back up with them. Oh, right, yeah, yep. So, so what's Dad do for a living? He, he uh, Dad's transient. No, he never, just whatever he felt like. Yep, so he picks up work easy enough um, and that. Yep. Yeah, he did a lot of aged care down him. In Bundaberg, that okay. was his thing. Have no trouble picking that up anywhere these no, days. No, but yeah, he come up here and just sort of worked where he felt like working. Yep. Did a bit of aged care up here, cleaning, local laundries and that. Yep. Um, but mum's a registered nurse, so. Oh, so neither of them will ever be sure to work. As no. As long as they want to keep working, they'll be right. The old man's yeah. retired now, he's 70, so. Oh, right, yeah. He wants to go back to work, but the doctor said no. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because I think they want us, well, I I think every year it changes that they want you to work longer anyway and mm-hmm. now they're saying even on the full pension you can work for more you can get more money weekly before it affects your pension because they just want people to work i think yeah i don't know why i don't want to want some of the younger people to work but it's probably a bit deep for me to get into on fresh from the desk <laughs> anyway so you went to north rocky school up here yeah two years yeah. up here didn't phase you leaving bundaberg didn't have lots of mates Oh, I had good mates down there, but, you know, at that age, you're not real happy about it, but yep. sort of... Because it would have been... A, what year would have been doing then? In Grade life? 11, I started up here. Oh, right, oh, yeah, so you, yeah, so you would have been... You finished yeah, Grade finished 12, school, yeah. Yeah, it would have been a bit, bit of a bit drama, of a life, wouldn't it? Yeah, in your last two years up here. Wasn't bad, though. Um, definitely worse things to yeah. happen. Yeah, so. well, there's lots of friendly people in Rocky, isn't there? Yeah, still mates yeah. with, like, most of the boys I hung out with at school and that, so... Yep. Still drink beers and go mountain biking and act like we're 15 still, 16. Yeah, well, you're not much older than that anyway, are you? Not mentally. No. no, no <laughs> Maturity's not your strongest point. No. No, no, actually, no, you're very, very mature, actually. So, all these years you spent at two different high schools, did you have any idea what you wanted to do? No, I had no real sort of... Plan. Plan. I was just gonna bit of hit and hope, see what happened. Yep. Which is what you did do. Yeah, I did. I floated around for a fair while, worked retail jobs and sort of moved in a bit more hands on stuff. Worked as a service advisor at a couple of dealerships. Yeah, I was gonna say, you worked at oh, two dealerships. Yeah, I worked for the uh, Tropos and at, well, whatever it's called now, Rocky Auto Group. So, worked at both of them places. You must have had some mechanical inclination at the time. Yeah, I've like. always have. Also, started, like I started a chippy apprenticeship in there, but some circumstances led to that not being finished. Oh, right. Um, right. It's sort of hard to, yeah, keep on with that one. and didn't just didn't work out? No. It's a, more of a... Uh, if I go into that one, someone would probably get hurt feelings. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's odd. I, we had another guest, I think it was Ricky McHugh, who said he started apprenticeship with someone and it just did not work out. He, yeah. You know, he's... Um, no, it wasn't it wasn't any of my doing, it was the individual I worked for. So Yeah, well see, nowadays there's such incentives to employ apprentices that uh, you almost get free labour, I think. Yeah. Someone will ring up and say that's not true now, but um, <laughs> and sometimes it apprentices are put on more just as an extra hand than really to train you to be a tradesman or Yeah, that, there was a lot of extenuating circumstances with that one, like the bloke I was working for just had other issues going on and that so yep. yeah some problems so yep. we hit a bit of a rough spot there so manual labor did appeal to you though hands-on yeah. work yep. yep yep yeah i worked out at qmag for a bit doing just trade assistant work out there and stuff oh and yeah yeah always enjoyed carpentry definitely would have liked to have finished that trade but, but never. the power severe had other ideas so. yep so you did a bit of this service advising you did yeah did that and just the money wasn't there we was sort of struggling and it up so, oh so you'd met your partner yeah with her i met her through my old boss when i was a chippy apprentice 
Well, see, see. At the age of 24. There so you go, a silver line into it all. There yeah. you go. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I ended up at the Meatworks after that. I was there for a good eight months, sort of just trying to find something better. And Well, that'd, at least that'll teach you what hard work is, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Spinal. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, she, um, yeah, then I ended up at the Volkswagen dealer for a while. And a uh, job popped up to sort of get my foot in the door with mining at my last job. So, I was doing a bit of industrial tiling and wash plants and whatnot. Uh, yep. Then um, I was up late one night and I saw an ad for an apprenticeship pop up and thought I'll throw my hat in the ring. I've, I've been trying, I'd had a few interviews prior to that for apprenticeships, but nothing ever come from them. And I think it was like, it was 10.30 at night and the ad was closing at midnight. I thought, oh, bloody better get on that real quick and yep. yeah, here we are now. So that was with Kam- through Komatsu, was it? Or is that just who uh, we do we did our training through, yeah. Oh, righty-o. Yeah, so a mature age apprenticeship. Yeah, and the money was still quite good then to what you were getting in town for what you were doing and that. Or yeah, I made as a first year apprentice. It was pretty similar to what I made at my last job, doing a lot less even yep. time roster. So you know, I was sort of some days I'd be on for two weeks straight, then be in the workshop doing twelve hour days for six days, and then have one day off, and then you're shooting off to another mine site somewhere. So yeah, right. Yeah. So. Mining. I mean, everyone. There's so many people in it now in this area. Like, yeah. even my wife, she works with you know other retail people and their partners will be in the mines. You know, yeah. is it all it's cracked up to be? I don't mind it. I think it's what you make of it. Like, we've got a yeah. lot of opportunity to, you know, I do. I get to do a lot of stuff. I guess my mates don't get to do during the week when I'm home. You know, they don't get to pick up their kids from school or we got to spend the, you know, my missus works every second Wednesday, so. If I'm home in time, I have him for the full day and that, or so we yeah. get to hang out on our own and yeah, that's the thing. The I mean, stuff even and, though for those seven days you're not there at all, you do get seven full days there. Yeah. Whereas you know, five and two, which a lot of retail people might know. My eldest boy, he was working retail. They were working weekends and that quite often, not getting the money you do in the mines or anything no, like that. Definitely like, not. You know, so yeah, you. Young family, you've got you've got two, two children, daughters, yeah. uh, and a son. Yep. Oh, sorry, three of you said. Yeah, three two. Of you, yep. Sixteen, twelve, and ten months. Yeah, the youngest one, Elijah, just born this year. Ah, uh, in the or last late, year. Late, in the late. Yeah, late. November yep. last year. Yeah. So he's nearly one. Yeah. It's gone so real quick. So yeah, the mining money wouldn't go through with three kids then. Yeah. yeah. It comes in what's more expensive, a sixteen-year-old teenager or a ten-month-old baby? Ooh. He eats a lot, man, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah? He's a big boy. Can't keep food up to him, so I'd say him. Yeah? <laughs> All right. What takes more of your attention and time? Definitely him. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's cool. oh, he's crazy. Always, he always wants... you got to be on your toes with him. Like, he's crawling now, so... Yep. If you take your eyes off him, he's into something. He sh- doesn't matter if you've got it locked down and hidden, he's finding it. If you don't want him to touch it, it's his. Yeah. No, that's pretty much kids, yeah. yeah. It only gets worse when they start walking. Then it's yes. even really hard. We just, <laughs> just had the granddaughters around here. Yeah. It takes a bit of looking after kids. Yeah. But it's all worth it. Enjoying fatherhood? Yeah. Yeah, well, you're pretty well practised at it then. Yeah. yeah. Been doing it for a while. Yeah, I think me and the missus have been together for eight years this year. Had a fair good seven years practice before the little fella come along. Yeah, so you've got some levels of maturity, which is some, good. Yeah. I've kept them alive so far, so... Yeah. <laughs> Future plans in the mine industry mechanical trade, would you uh, like just to keep move? trying to get some more experience for now, for yep. the foreseeable future. Like, you know, try and build that knowledge base up as much as I can. Not that keen on excavators, or...? <laughs> Look, I prefer trucks. Yeah, no, I, I'm a you truck just guy. Had so much more confidence. I, <laughs> I could pick it up straight away on the on the two way. That you sound just so more confident straight away. Yeah, they. I understand them a bit better than excavators. Yeah, a lot, need a lot of time on them, I guess. And yeah, look, and, they only come with time. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I've spent a bit of time. I still don't know anything about them, but that's besides the point. That's blind me. Leading the blind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's blind leading the fully sighted. Believe me, they'd let me know. Uh, now, along the way, you picked up this. What sport? So, what sports did you do at high school, etc.? The general um, rugby league. Oh, I did a little, little bit of AFL, but wasn't real flash at that. Only played a couple games for that. I think I did one season at high school and one season for the. I think it was across the waves sports yep, club in right. Bundy. Yep, but just yeah, didn't didn't enjoy it too much. So 
Uh, that whole time, though, was, the oldies put us into Taekwondo from a pretty yeah. young age. Bit for a bit of self-defense? Yeah, self-defense yep. and probably put, pull the attitude in a bit, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry uh, siblings? Uh, got yeah, I've got two sisters, older sister and a younger sister. Oh, right, yeah. Both yep. two years older, two years younger. So you all went to Taekwondo classes? Yeah, we all did that. We all got got to our black belts and we moved up here and both the girls stopped. Um, I kept training for a while at the Doug's Dojang. He used to do it out of the North yep. Rocky School Hall Yeah, there. I remember Doug, yeah. Well, Trained with him for a... Oh, when did I give that up? would have been probably 2012 or so, I think. I think I gave that up and uh, ventured over to Muay Thai then because I just wanted something a bit less military structured, I guess, and I just wanted a bit more freedom. Yeah. Like, so, when you are doing Taekwondo, did you ever attend tournaments and uh, have fights as such, or...? I did. Only David did one tournament. It wasn't really my thing. I did one tournament up here. But there was no... What do we do? I don't think there was any sparring division. Yeah. Or I don't recall there being a sparring. I don't think there was anyone sort of in the weight classes and that. So, it was, it was more one of those moves, one... What yeah, is it? I think the carters or something like that. Yeah, they, they call them patterns or tools. Yeah. But I did... Yeah, I think I did a few board breaks, and they had a special techniques category or something, which was like, you know, had the longest flying sidekick and oh, stuff yeah. like that. So I think I took out a bronze medal in a board break and a gold medal in the longest flying sidekick or something. Oh, I right, yeah. Cool. We've got the medallions yeah. at home somewhere. Because Taekwondo does have, like, it's, it's an Olympic you, sport. They do have yeah. actual... Bouts, don't they? Where yeah, it's they... a huge thing. Um, yeah. a, lot, a few of the guys I know went over to, I believe it was Canada, yep. for world tournaments and stuff. Like that was pretty, pretty cool for them. Yeah, um, I been. never competed at that level. I was just too busy playing up on the weekends and stuff. So. Yeah. So you decided to give Muay Thai a go. Yeah, you went, went down to the. Well, is that where you are now? At the uh, snap? No, I trained at another local gym for for a while, and sort of a few life events happened, and I gave up on it and. Proceeded to get terribly fat for a while, so yeah. And then it would have been, I think, twenty. I trained at that gym for about eighteen months into twenty thirteen or something. End of twenty thirteen, I sort of gave it up a bit. Maybe, maybe early twenty fourteen. Might have been early twenty fourteen. I can't remember. It's a bit of a blur. Gave it up for a while, and I took it up again at the start of twenty nineteen. So what's that? Three years ago, yeah. Yeah, just and just that's where you took over the snake. Yeah, when I was snake, snake pit. pit. Yep, yep, that's with Torin O'Brien. Brian, yeah. yep. Yep. Yeah, who's a bit of a local identity with it himself. Yeah, he's and, and a politics. bit of a local politician, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he did a, had a little dabble in politics and advocate for, uh, I think it was Jeff Horn's anti-bullying program. Oh, right, yeah. Did a bit of that. So, yeah, I've been training him with him for the past, yeah, three and a half, nearly four years. How many fights you had? Uh, three? Just two. Two. Two, two. Yeah. two. Enjoyed it? Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah. Always horrifying. It, it is some, like, not that I know, but it must take something to step in there knowing what can occur. Yeah, like, you know, like you're... seeing what's happened to mates that have fought, you know. Yeah. Like my first fight show I went to with the gym as a cornerman uh, was before I even had my first fight. And, yeah, like, the couple of the boys had their pro debuts and one of our young guys, Jakey, fought um, Tyson Faulkner, who owns Muscle Muay Thai in Mackay. And it was just a bloodbath. Jake ended up with like three cuts on his forehead and his eyebrow. The fight got waved off because he was spitting up blood. It was brutal, and I'm just like, yeah, I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait to get in there. So I'd, um, I think when I started there, I was weighing about 115, 114 kilos. I had my first fight at 100 um, with a in Mackay with a local Mackay lad. I believe you said he looked like he was fresh out of Boggo Road. Yeah, yeah. Don't like don't I'm... get offended, mate. That's a good thing in Mushai, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. He did though. He yeah, he was looked like a mean hombre. He was. He was a very hard, hardened individual. Super nice guy, but I was yeah. Message him every now and then. He we're having a chat a bit earlier this year. It was a really yeah eye opening experience. Like so, I was the what was my second fight on the card. So the you know the sun was still up and the first fight there was a I think it was a couple of other big boys like hundred kilos plus as well. Yeah. And um. I don't know, no, it might not have been that one. But yeah, they someone got injured pretty bad, knocked out, and got a little bit bit of commotion, I guess. And you know, we've walked out for our fight, and we're standing in the ring ready to go. And 
they come up and told us, yeah, we're going to have to wait a bit because we don't have the doctor out here. You can't fight unless you've got the doctor. He's out the back with old yeah. mate. We've got to wait for an ambulance. So me and Big Jace stood in the ring just trying not to awkwardly stare at each other for yeah. 20 minutes, trying to stay warm. And so yeah, that, but, was, that was nerve-wracking. That added to it. Like, mate, Yeah, it would be, yeah, because you just wait. Because as much as... You, I mean, you're going in there for a fight. You know you could have pain inflicted upon yourself, but you're in there to inflict pain on someone yeah. as well. I mean, like yeah, it's funny. Like you get, you know what you're going in the the do and do to each other, but you don't actually want to hurt each other. No, to that's what I've read quite often. Yeah, like, you know, it's it's only a hobby at this level. Everyone's got to go to work on Monday and yeah, that. exactly, yeah, so. which must be hard after a few kicks in the ribs and yeah. Well, he, Jace had a you know them legs were not legs; they were tree trunks. He gave me old lead leg a fair touch up to let I saw that I should probably start checking a few of his kicks. Uh, I think he yeah had some nice bruises up the leg and struggled to walk for a couple of weeks properly. Yeah, that well, made it fun. Well, I was on diggers that... with you and trying to walk up and down stairs was a yeah, nightmare. Probably, probably trying to show <laughs> no pain. Yeah. And all that. no, no, I'm right, guys. I'm right. I'm yeah, good. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he was a super cool dude. Yeah, he messed my leg up pretty good. Then yeah, you just... won that though. Or... Yeah, yeah, I yep. won uh, on point. Um, yeah, had a conversation with him earlier this year and felt pretty bad because he told me I broke three of his ribs, so... So you felt pretty good, but <laughs> didn't tell him that, did you? I was like, ugh, yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> I didn't mean that. That would have been horrible. But, yeah, that was that was a good fight. Then my second one um, took on, I think it was seven weeks' notice. I got married in June last year. Then a week or so later, Tyron messaged me and said, hey, i got a fight for you in Harvey Bay, 94, 86 kilos. And I was like, ah. Oh, yeah, let's go 86, so the pressure was on. Yeah, it would have been. It was real hard. Cut um, 10 kilos of body weight up until fight week, then had to cut 8 kilos of water weight fight week, which was just a nightmare. So wouldn't that sap your energy a bit? Like, Yeah, to a degree. Yeah, like on fight night, it's, uh, oh, well, it's the same as boxing. You get to put weight back on yeah, after weighing. Yeah. But, I mean... Cutting that amount of weight, like so, eight kilos in seven days on that last week. Is that what you're saying? Something? Yeah, I went home early from work that week because I knew it was going to be pretty average. I went home uh, the Monday and started my weight cut. Yeah, a bit hard to cut so, weight at camp, you reckon? Oh, I camp I, food. No, sorry, I went home. No, I just dropped the last night, so I started cutting weight Sunday night. So we do do a massive like just water load, no salt, fifty gram. Only allowed like fifty grams of carbs or something a day because your body stores all the water and the glycogen. So cutting all that out, that was pretty hard at work, you know, because you got no sodium or anything in you, you start to get little headaches go away. And and that's what I mean. And so then what, you'd like that load up after weighing is where you get your energy for the fight? or Yeah, so... Because you fight, what, three, five minute, no, what are uh, Amateurs, just three two-minute rounds. Three two-minute rounds. Yeah. Some people say, oh, that's only six minutes, but that's... It's a long six minutes. It man. is. It, it, like a two-minute round, especially if you're throwing and getting kicked. Yeah, and... you wear a couple of good shots and you sort of don't know where you are. Yeah, like, yeah first fight, I wore a couple on the chin and sort of yeah, makes you reassess your life a bit. Bell goes to go into the second round and you're like, yeah, uh, uh, can I just quit now? Can I just quit? Yeah. Your adrenaline takes over and your body just does its thing. Want to keep with it, though? You're, yeah, I'm or... still training. Um, stepped it back a little bit for the year, you know, just because mm. we had the young father and put a bit of time into getting the bond and everything with him and yeah. but he comes over to the gym and hangs out when uh, the younger daughter goes to her classes so he loves yeah. it over there he thinks it's great being up yeah. in the gym climbing in the ring and stuff so even though as you say it's just like footy the boys play up here it's at an amateur level and that but it is something that you can't afford to take an amateurish approach too because no. you could end up getting yourself badly yeah. hurt or something and like especially doing the 7-7 lifestyle it's super hard I was like out there I was doing on day shift two 10k runs a week a sprint night plus a strength night so I was lugging a 48 kilo kettlebell out with me and my other kettlebells and stuff and going to a park and doing a circuit yeah, well, day shift very difficult to do anything. I, I get the bus out or a ride out, like so I haven't got my own vehicle. So you can't get back into that township that lives nearby, close to our mine. Mm. And um, there's no lighting really out there, much to do anything at the camp. Or no. Like that. Yeah, Unless you having... want to go to the prison gym, I suppose. <laughs> no. Nah, okay, I was... other people look at me in the prison gym. I was making making the 10K or 15, whatever it is, driving to town every night, or well, four nights anyway, like 
nowhere to run safely that distance along near camp. So no, no, definitely not. Night shift different. You can go for a run yeah, in the afternoon or night shift. Late. I was just getting straight back to camp. And I'd just do four runs a week, one real yep. fast one, just do four k, and then I'd do a slower one, about six k the next day, and have a morning off, then do do it again, and then mm. training up to three four hours a day when I was home. So, so it very, takes a it's a lot of time. Yeah, very time consuming. Whereas if you're at home, you know you go to the gym two hours and do your training after work or whatever a couple of runs here and there but i didn't have that luxury so to encourage your kids to get into a combat sport well the younger one it wasn't even a question she just saw me doing it and yep she wanted to join that's up. lottie yeah lottie yeah she just wanted to join up so off she went and she's she's a little weapon she's one of them little athletic kids so so has she had a fight? No, she wants to. She wants to. So we'll work on that next year, I think. Just get yep. her a little bit more confident in herself and stuff. She's a very shy kid, timid kid. So Yeah, I, I, two of my boys I've gone to do Taekwondo as much as I thought, well, at least if you've got a confidence to throw a punch, if someone's bullying you, throw a punch and yeah. that like, you know. Um, Tyler actually stuck at it for quite a while, but then they just went away from it. I think they'd like, old Tyler sometimes talks about it, but, you know, like he plays footy and all triathlon so I don't think he I don't know I think it's a it's a good thing for your confidence I think yeah, you know because I think it does do that it I mean I know it's not the correct thing they say you know report it to your teachers report it you know do this do that but honestly it's always been if, some, if someone's bullying you and you give them a whack back they generally generally leave you, leave you alone even if you lose a fight they have enough well that's a bullies don't like being you know, being in a blue, what they like is just intimidating people and, you know, that person's intimidated and that's it, you know. Yeah. If you're going to whack them back, it's too hard to work for bullies generally. I mean, yeah, I know that doesn't count for everything time. and look, we people say different things, but oh, I don't know, I don't think it doesn't hurt for someone to learn how to throw a punch and yeah. have the confidence to throw one and maybe block one. I, I was never good at blocking. No, I'm pretty good at yeah. blocking them with my chin. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's what I've learned. I... I I will say one thing about my fighting skills. I can actually take a good punch. <laughs> can't throw one on, can't defend myself, but I haven't been knocked down. Anyway, anyway, that's a different story. So, combat sports, you're enjoying that. Fatherhood, good enjoying thing. that. It's great. great, yeah. Do a bit of um, social mountain bike riding as well. Casual, not social, because I like going on my own. Or just Yeah, I was going to say, mates. you're involved in a few different... Well, I see in fundraising... Things. Yeah, I did a few like, fundraisers through the gym and that as well for for mates and things mates like that. The gym and that, yeah. Yep. Um, done a few. Uh, the first one we did was in twenty twenty. It was just when COVID first hit. A heap of us were meant to be going up to Airlie Beach to be on a fight show. I was going to have a, my first boxing match just because they needed someone. So I said, yeah, right, I'll have a go at that. And a couple of the other guys meant to have fights, but COVID come along and ruined that for everyone. So the gym that was doing it, uh, Whit Sunday Martial Arts, run by Anton Zafer, a uh, real cool dude. He was going to do a uh, run. I can't remember what they were doing. They were going to do like a 24-hour run, so many kilometres every hour. So obviously we're all a bit too lazy to do anything like that. So a few of us got together and for a... Uh, I think it was over a week or a couple, two weeks or something leading up to that weekend for them. We just got a few people on board to sponsor us and a few of us were running, you know, dollar a kilometre or whatever. So we, yep. I think they donated it to the Living Foundation, like a men's mental health sort of thing. I think that's what it was a while ago now, I can't really remember. Yeah, it was the first one we did. Then one of the guys from that just started training at the gym, real cool dude, you know, wanted to fight and stuff, he ended up getting... A pretty aggressive form of cancer in his knee. Oh, right, yeah. So they had to, him and his wife had to move down to Brizzy and that. So a few of us just got together and did the same thing again. We had a few local companies jump on and sponsor yep. us. Raised nearly seven grand or something for him, I think. Oh, One of the chicks ran there. 100k in a month, which was yep. pretty impressive. We'd all get together once a week. Or yep. whenever I was home, I'd go with the guys. We'd do a you know, 10, 15k run or something. Hmm. And uh, then last year I jumped on with, at the end of last year I jumped on board to help Torin uh, when his daughter was sick. He was doing, he's mad, he was doing marathons. Yeah, for, seven marathons. It was like, it? yeah, I can't remember how many he was going to do. It was ridiculous, but yeah. 
Um, but yeah, a few days in, he sort of his body couldn't handle it, so I jumped on to try and do a marathon for him. But um, I fell short, got to 30k, and I had a couple injuries pop up that slowed me to a not even being able to walk for a day or two. So yeah, yeah, jumped on that one with him, but it was good. Like I'd never run that far before, so it was an accomplishment, and it was you know it was worthwhile for helping your mate yeah. out. So it's a pretty tight community the the fight community like yeah, you're man. saying about the other gyms in Mackay and things yeah. like that as well it's a pretty oh uh, for that one for Tyron last year gyms from like everywhere were sponsoring donating money like it was real cool to see the community come together like that because even after a fight show you know back in the day I think it was a bit more like no one was mates everyone wanted to kill everyone and yep. be the best but now everyone you know the sport doesn't grow if everyone's not getting along. That's right, yeah. Like, you go to a fight show and you'll see two pros just have an absolute war, then they'll go out the back and have a beer together, and everyone's mates. Like, I'm ever down in Brizzy and that, and got a couple of gyms I rock up at, and, yep. you know, they open the doors, they're more than happy for us to train. Does like Torrin organise fight cards? Or I know that Ruben, Ruben Fraser runs, does. Yeah, yeah he yeah. had the one the other weekend there, Rocky Rumble. Um, Torrin hasn't organised anything like that yet. I think he was thinking about it, but I'm not too sure if it's mm. going to go ahead or... But you fight on Ruben's... Uh, well, I haven't personally, but, um, but we, we, have, we have had guys on it, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we had a couple... Because oh, he didn't run it for a couple of years there. Eh? Yeah, it was... I don't think he didn't... I don't think he ran one last year. No, I think... I don't know if it was COVID affected or what, but... Because uh, yeah, he was having a bit... Uh, at the Rocky... At the... Pub, the... Yeah, the old... The Jockey ones. Club... Oh, was he? Yeah, oh, I went to one Caulfield. of remember years at Flamingo. Oh, Flamingos yeah. Oh, Stadium, yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah no, he was running, he ran a couple of the Rocky Rumbles there at the um, Jockey Club. But now, yeah. I think the last one he had at the Bursica State School Hall. Oh, right, yeah. Pretty big hall there. So he had one there, it would have been last weekend. Yep. So you, you follow the UFC and all that stuff, do you? Oh, or? not really. Like, not if really? there's a good card on, me and a few of the boys will get together and watch it. And, yep. But I don't really follow anything religiously as such. Mm. I just like participating. See, the guy, Whitaker won his, Yeah, he won and... To Savani. Tuivasa. Lost. But the opponent was a hell of a fight. Yeah. The second round, they reckon, was unbelievable. He actually knocked Gaines down, which apparently hadn't happened before. And Big yeah. boys. Like, back in the Yeah, back. that's right. And, well, Gaines reckoned he was out. So, must have momentarily been out and that. But, um, yeah, it, it was a pretty big bout, apparently, which was good. Yeah. That's that's our dog, Ozzy. <laughs> this yeah. is the ambience of outside um, working. That card was way too early in the morning for me to watch. No, I, I yeah, don't watch them. I just read a blog on them and that. And then yeah, if, if some of them come up on the pub telly later or something like that, you might watch them or something like that. Yeah, if there's a good fight show on, like, down in Brizzy, like Destiny or Muay Thai League, um, if one of Tom's mates runs that. Like we all normally, if if we, especially if we got someone from our gym fighting on it, like we'll all organise a few of the guys in the gym. They're going to come to my house, yep. or we'll go somewhere and stream it and watch it. Because Australia's had some very good Muay Thai yeah. guys. Like there's John John Wayne Parr. Parr. Yeah, he was a he was a legend. I think he's retired now. Yeah, Sam the Man or Stan the Man. What was his name? Um, he did a bit of boxing too. Can't remember. I can't, I can't remember his name here. But there was Paul Briggs actually was very good too. Was he a world well, champion? Probably well before my time. Oh, I, I sort of yeah. know most like know a few of the current guys. Yep. Um like you know, Eddie Farrell, he's running a gym over in Mexico now. No, he was did have one in Thailand. Yeah, Thailand um, seems to be a place if you're gonna be good at Muay Thai, you go to Thailand yeah. and do trainings over there and sleep on the dirt on and the dirt and, and that. Yeah, there's a lot of a few guys, um, that you know, I've, I've had the chance to meet. Like I've trained with Billy Calder. He owns Billy Badass Muay Thai. Um, yep. He's like, yeah, he's one of the legends of the sport in Queensland. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool dude. Um, oh man, there's so many of them. Like you got Nathan Corbett. Oh, um, I think I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, he's crazy. I haven't met him or anything, but he's you know, he's pretty big in the community and that. So there's a lot of talent in Australia, just in Queensland. Then you go down. South Australia and all that, and Western Australia. I mean, they got huge, huge shows down there. Yeah, it's way. I think it's a, the shows are a lot bigger in like South Australia, yep. and New South Wales, and up here. So, when the Rocky shows on, right, and the boxing tent comes round, the old Brophy's boxing. Yeah, tent. yeah. So, are you 
Are you allowed to enter that? Do, do, uh, well, do you have a license to do Muay Thai, by the way? Do you have any kind of license? Do you no. have to register or anything? No. Uh, we're all... So when you fight, you register register with Muay Thai Queensland. They're like yep. the main... Well, they're the official sanctioning body for Queensland. Yeah, so that's... You've got to have a medical... Yeah, so we yep. have to do medicals. Um, your blood test has got to be valid within the past six months. Like yep. It's super clean, super, super strict sport. You know, most... Most shows, yeah, they try and evenly match you. So you know, I've yep. had two fights, so they're probably not going to put me with someone. Yeah, who's just so your weight, but your one. experience and all that as yeah, well. Like, it's, yeah, it's pretty. Like most of the big shows are really good with matchmaking. Yep. I'm sure there's shows out there that it's just a free for all and yeah, poorly matched. But I mean, you're always going to get that. Mm. But yeah, Brophy's boxing tent when it was through for beef last beef week, they approached Tyron and a few of the guys went in it as Brophy's guys. guys. He got a bit scrappy. One dude, Cam Bryant, he was one of our guys. He's, you know, he started the gym probably not too long after me. He's real cool dude, hippie, sort of lifestyle. Nothing phases him. And the dude he was fighting got real scrappy and was pushing him over tables and stuff. And Tyron shared the video from his memories there the other day and it sort of turned into a bit of a brawl and Tyron's come flying through with his brophy's cape on, throwing this big elbow and punch into the really? <laughs> middle of it all. Sounds like oh, WWE or something. Yeah, man, it Tables was so all. funny to yeah. watch. But so, yeah, the guys did that. I think big uh, Josh Crank was in it, Tyron. I don't know if anyone else from the gym. I know them three definitely were. Do any of you, did they approach for any years to be the crowd come no. out of the crowd no, no so they that, didn't that's all proper they are random, yeah. just drunk bums so have you thought about just one day being in the crowd and thinking I'm going to have a go at a bloke here nah no nah most of them guys are probably harder than me yeah well, I suppose that's the thing they don't put they don't lose too often the guys in the tent do they I don't no. think <laughs> and um yeah most of them can actually box so yeah I I'd love to see that one with tables and all that. Yeah, Tyron just comes flying. The video, he just flies across the ring and he's just over the top like they're falling back over a table or something. He's just like throwing punches and elbows in. Cause, yeah, Did that start it all in blue then? It, or? Nah, the no. Brophy's guys are pretty quick on it. Like, yeah. His old mate was being fairly grubby, I think. Dirty, being a pretty dirty fight. So. Yeah, i got to say that you'd, there'd be a few guys that... You wouldn't want to fight anyway, I reckon. Nah. Then they'd think, oh, yeah, I'll show these guys and all that, especially after a few beers yeah. and all that. Like, yeah. Everyone's 10 foot tall and bulletproof yeah. after a beer or three. Yeah. So you must know about Conor McGregor, though. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan? Never not a mind. fan. I mean, See, that, that guy, why is he command so much space for a guy that's lost four of his last fights, I think? Just because of his persona. People like yeah. the trash talk and that. Oh, and God. That's just something I've never got in line with, like, you go to a Muay Thai show or something, man, and everyone's like... One of the dudes, uh, the my last fight show, last fight I had, same show, Cam fought on in Harvey Bay, and he fought the same dude, um, Shawnee McNamara, from Rippers in Harvey Bay, they hosted the fight show. They had their second fight against each other, and it was, uh, I think it was a fight, meant to be a five round, five, three minute rounds. And uh, Sean rocks up at the weigh-ins with a box of donuts for Cam. Gives him because <laughs> he's sponsored by a bakery down in Bunny. Yeah. Hooks Cam up with a box of donuts. Yeah. So we went back after we cut weight and had some water and stuff and had a feed of pasta and salt and getting all that nourishment, nourishment back. And Cam had a box of donuts. So we all, you know, yeah, post weigh-in yeah. donut. And if Connor gave you donuts, you reckon they'd be laced with something? Yeah, yeah, well, he slapped up an old bloke in a pub for not drinking his whiskey, so... Yeah, I don't know. That, yeah... I don't know. He seems to think he's. I don't know. A lot of them are. There's, there's some strange. But even those heavyweights, Tyson Fury, God, he goes on with some crap. Yeah. And I'm That's, not. I'm not sure the guys. He thinks he's the greatest boxer ever walked the face. He's the biggest. He's huge. He's a giant. He's a dude. man. Yeah. Well, I personally haven't watched any of his fights. I've seen him, but he is a mm, giant. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They're all. Like um, even Joshua, that I think he's six foot seven or eight, and I think Fury's about six foot ten. Like. They dwarf the old Muhammad Ali's and yeah, that, like man. you know, and, and that's what Wilder, who's a big fellow himself, but got chicken legs. Um, he just was laying on him a lot too, like which yeah. saps the energy out yeah, of you. 100%. Like, you know, I mean, no doubt Fury beat him. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't know if a heavyweight division is really that strong in boxing. There's like Wilder filled, got to forty-four nil by beaten generally people that weren't that good like yeah not that 
I'm going to go in with anyone, but anyway, that's besides <laughs> the point. Anyway, um, what else would you like to discuss, Dave? I don't know. Roger, you hit what what about questions. Digger Crew? What What are your thoughts on Digger Crew? These are all a bunch of men who like beers, I'll tell you that. Yeah, so, less drinking once you go back to the... <laughs> that, no, that, we're no better. Workshop I was going to say, no yeah, I was going to say, I think the crew I'm on, the crew I'm on now is a bit better, actually. Yeah, so well, if you call better less, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, it's something I try and steer away a bit from because it's not out there to drink or yeah. that and make some money and that. Hundred percent. No, I, I didn't mind the you know boys on Digger Crew. It was just sort of hard to keep up sometimes with what was going on and stuff. You yeah. Know, when you don't really know much, and I think that is a bit the thing. We've got a smaller crew, and that doesn't seem to be the time to spend. You know, yeah, spe- showing things like that kind of. Yeah, I, suppose, and I, I come from a smaller site, so we didn't have that rotation. You know, yep. We just if there was a service on, everyone from the workshop was at the service and was get it done as quick as you can because we've only got one swinging. So yep. you didn't get a lot of exposure as an apprentice. Yep. To the ins and outs of it all as much. So you will stay in the mine industry for yeah, a, I'll stay for because a seven and seven as much as anything like that. Yeah, and you know. It's it is good money. Yeah, it is. Not deny that you don't make that money in town doing that many that sort of work. So stay in there for a while and spend a couple more years getting some knowledge and see where it takes me. Keep the fight and go and get the kids into it. Yeah, rough them up. Ready teaching the young fella to clinch when he climbs up on me. So no, well that's a start then. Yeah, clinching knees. The missus, what does she think of the Muay Kylie? Isn't it Kylie? Kylie, yeah. Yeah. Ah, well. She go along. I think I did hear her yelling at one of your, <laughs> one of the tapes I saw. She yeah, she's been to both fights. Um, she was heavily pregnant last year, so I was. Oh, well, she might have been calling for an ambulance. I thought she yeah. was yelling. But anyway. <laughs> no, I was all I was all skinny and fit, and she was up me about that because I was losing weight, and she was putting it on with being pregnant. So <laughs> just to make her feel bad. Yeah, just, yeah, it's the only reason I did it. No, she doesn't mind it. Like she likes it. Lottie likes doing it with me and stuff. So yeah. Um. She always kept, like yeah, she always tries to come and come and watch if I do have anything on or And they do put a lot of time into you not getting hurt, like yeah. but I mean it's the same as anything. You can hurt like I you can get hurt playing football, you can get hurt playing cricket as we know, you know. I mean the odds are probably less, you know. Probably not golf so much. No, you might do a, no, like someone, a shoulder or something. Yeah, or someone Well, if you're tiger wood you might get a venereal disease or something yeah. like that, like, you know. If you're the golfers now, you go to Saudi Arabia and, well, who know what happened there, you know. <laughs> but they're taking the money. Good on them too. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, she, she always supports it, which is good. Like, you can't... It's not a sport. It's a very selfish sport. Like, it's a team yeah, as sport, in but the at the same... time you've got to yeah. put into it, yes. It, it is a, a... As being an individual sport, it is also a team sport because you can't yeah. do it without your team. Like, you know, my last year I was... Because I was away and... I'd go in in the morning and I'd train with Tyron and I'd hold pads for him because he was meant to have a fight coming up and then he'd hold pads for me and then I'd go for a run and then I'd be messaging one of the other boys like, hey man, do you want to come to the gym earlier this half and, you know, hold some pads for me or yep. work on a bit of movement stuff and that and then you'd be trying to catch someone else to see if they can give you a hand with something and it really, it takes a village to fight. Like, Yeah, like, I think that's what we said before, like, even though you find an amateur level, it's almost done at a. You're doing it at a very high level, yeah. just especially when you actually have got a fight on. Like yeah. um, when you just train, I suppose it can be less. You can miss and all that yeah, doesn't like matter. Now, but I when train, you say, right, I've got a date for a fight. I've got to be there. Like, yeah, yeah. Like like now, I'm using this time to just try and sharpen up my technique and stuff. Like I'm not worrying about. If I can run 10k in 45 minutes or anything, I don't care about that sort of stuff yep. right now. I'm just doing enough to stay somewhat fit and you know, sharpen up the tools because you don't want to spend your fight camp trying to sharpen your technique when that's when you really need to be drilling and just yep. conditioning yourself. Does a lot of sparring go on there? And yeah. if so, have you sparred Glenn Love? I have sparred Glenn Love. Really? Is he any good? He's, really? I call him Glenimal. Really? Yeah. yeah. The Love Machine, he's a savage. He doesn't train with us anymore. I'm off you for that if you're listening. Yeah, he lives in your poon yeah. or something, doesn't he? Now? Well, I'm off him for that. Pretty selfish. Lives in your poon, really. Yeah, yeah I mean, really. in the corner here. Like, yeah. what, what are you doing, Glenn? Sort your life out, mate. Yeah. 
That's right. Oh, I just post picture of the beach and all this all the yeah. time. Well, him all shirtless you know, on the yeah. beach. Yeah, he, he loves being the man yeah. machine. No, <laughs> he's very photogenic. Actually, he I is. must give him that. He doesn't look like he's aged. Oh, I think there might be a bit of surgery. Anyway, that's <laughs> another thing. There. But no, yeah, I used to, I used to love training with Glenn. Um, he always hold pads and surprisingly can hit very hard. But he'd be slow, wouldn't he? Surprisingly not. He's pretty quick. Really? Landed a few good shots on me, sparring. Quick little hands. Ooh, that does surprise me. Yeah. Really? Maybe. Deceptive. Like skipping. Like skipping. Yeah, Love he used skipping. to skip training when we played footy. <laughs> we didn't know about it, though. We yeah. walk into the gym before it's even started. You know, we always do three, five minutes skipping as a warm-up, and Glenn would just be skipping before class. The old shuffle one, the foot, foot. One, uh, just just one foot, boom, boom, yeah. bounce between his feet, just looking sharp, intense, focused. Mm. He, actually, I must get Glenn on. He's had a bit of a story. Like he's yeah. a, he's out the prison now. He was, I think he was a chef at one stage. Yeah, chef. I'm pretty sure he used. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty certain he used to work at Good Life years ago. Oh, he I do might have, yeah. Or he might have just been training there. I remember seeing him there when I used to I remember train. when he was a chef, he had a good life. He put on weight then. When <laughs> I don't think there was a lot of bread getting out, actually. He was in a place. good paddock, yeah. you in a very good paddock, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Cassie Hooper, too, you know. Yeah, I did a little bit of training with old head kick Hooper. Oh, does she train too, does she? Is she, that where you know her from? Yeah, yeah. She um used to come over to the gym a bit. She'd yeah. do the early classes and stuff. Yeah. Also, surprisingly, hits very hard. I'm not that surprised. Actually, I was. She's athletically <laughs> yeah. built, and yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I used yeah. to call her head kick Cassie, because yeah. everything, everything was a head kick. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Clay knows that. Anyway, anyway, keep your hands up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, she plays footy yeah. for us now as well. Actually, any other guys at work involved with the gym with you? Any of um, no, nah, no. I tried to drag Tyndall along, but Tindall, yeah, he wouldn't be. He did train. He trained at another gym for a little bit, but I think he had a significant toe injury and hung up the gloves yeah i can imagine that yeah i think yeah he wouldn't like that idea of getting hit in the face or something too, would he? i wouldn't think <laughs> you know like he's a bit of a pretty boy isn't he, he like? is but he covers that face up with that kind of beard thing he's got at times too <laughs> as our guest yeah. who would you like to have it used to be i used to what celebrity would you like on the um thing but it doesn't even have to be a celebrity just who would you like just here from on Fresh from the Esky. I definitely think you need to get Glenn Love. Glenn Love. Yeah, the Love All right. Love. The, yeah. I mean, I remember when he first turned up, I, th- I think he was about 15 or 16. I thought, I bet you all the kids are jealous of him having that name. You know, <laughs> I think you should pick up girls just on his name alone. Yeah, 100%. You know, definitely, you know, the Love Machine. You know. Oh, I'm Mrs. Love. Yeah. You know, really. Yeah. Jo- wasn't Jodie lucky? Yes, wasn't she? <laughs> wasn't she? Very lucky girl. Definitely try and get Glenn on. All right, we will do that. Actually, I've we should be seeing a bit of Glenn. We um, he actually played a couple of games this year. I saw that. Yeah, and um, we've got our fifty year reunion up, so I should um, get him involved. And actually, we could run that with that because he played some good footy with us when he was young. Not so good when he got older, but anyway. <laughs> and he does like a beer, so he does. Yeah, he still likes a beer. Yes, he still likes a yeah, beer. Yeah, he does. Although I think he might be a bit of a wine. Man as well now, doesn't he? I think he does does tip yeah. on a bit of wine. Yeah, that's probably cheap shit, but, but <laughs> I think he does, actually, yeah. All right, Glenn Love, you've been called out for Fresh From Nessie. David Evans, thank you very much for coming along and sharing. I, was, I just really want to get someone away from the football a bit. Yep. And it's just good to get a, a different idea of a different sport because, I mean, I remember someone, well, probably not only, a lot of people saying, you know, you're you got to respect the guy you fight because anyone that steps in there, it takes it a bit. Takes because heart, yeah, it does. You know, a lot of people get in fights on the spur of the moment or full of grog and that. But when you know you're stepping in the ropes, yeah. you know, that guy's got the same intentions as you. Like yeah. you say, no one's aimed to kill anyone or put anyone in a wheelchair. But you're aiming to win a fight. You're aiming to yeah. inflict more punches on him and kicks than he can flicks on you. 100%. Not, even, even that into that second one, like, you already know what what it feels like so the feelings amplified and you get more jitters on that second one I had to talk myself into not running away with my tail between my legs as the weeks got closer yeah and du- during the fight do you feel much pain um or not really or no not really like, so the adrenaline and yeah. zero, yep if you like that first one where i caught you know four or five kicks to the same spot on my leg that started to get noticed yeah and you did actually recognize during the fight i've got to do something about this yeah 
What what is a check anyway? What's a check? Ah, it's where you just where you check their it. kick with their with your shin. Oh right, yeah, yeah. That's what Connor didn't do when he got his leg broken. No, well they do them stupid calf kicks. So you know, they kick the try and kick the back of the calf muscle to debilitate yeah, the slow. You. It's an yeah. MMA thing. Is it? Yeah. yeah. What hurts more, the fist? Or, what, do you aim to drop elbows on them? Yeah. 100%. Like if you can throw a punch and follow up with the elbow, that would do the most damage, wouldn't it? Yeah, if you're in nice and close and you can spear a few elbows through onto the eye socket or the nose or anything, you. But you don't want well. to hurt the person, of course. No. You're scoring, <laughs> scoring points. Yeah, no, it, it's a. Like I say, it's a different kind of sport, I think. Like I say, anyone that gets in there. Takes any of those combat sports like hundred percent, yeah. man. It's yeah, boxing, anything. It's the rush is worth it. Though. It must be a rush. Like yeah. so, during the fight, when you land a good kick or punch, do you know that? You'll often feel it, but you're sort of focusing on what you're going to follow up with, or if they're you're looking to see if they're going to fire back straight away, so you can try and counter again or get out of the way. So does it become more an instinct thing than anything? When surely, you, like you, yeah, I. Like, my second fight was, like, I just kept the super basic stuff, you know. Jab, cross, rib kick, all the, you know, kept it super simple, didn't do anything fancy. And because I drill that stuff so much, like, you don't even think about it. You see a gap and you know where to put something. Yeah, so you do see that gap and... Yeah. Yeah. And And I'm more of a counter-striker too. Like, I don't really walk forward aggressive. I'm sort of a bit more like, yeah, on the back foot, waiting for a hole, waiting for a hole. But, like, when you say you see the hole, you you obviously don't have time to, I see the hole, throw a punch. You're throwing a punch as you see the hole, kind of, you must. Yeah, like, you might go, I oh, throw a jab, and old mate lifts his elbow up a bit every time I throw that jab, so I'm going to feint that jab, that elbow's going to come up, and I'm going to kick him, or stuff like that. Like, yeah. you sort of, call, they call it fight IQ. Yeah, you sort of learn, watch what they're doing, and but yeah. sometimes... So you that, said you were f- kept it basic, but if the guy picked up that you had a pattern... You'd be in a bit of trouble, wouldn't you? That you had yeah, a pattern so you, of do this, this, and this. If he picked that up, he, yeah, you, then they, you know, he'll then counter that with, all right, now I've noticed this guy. So does yeah, this, you don't yeah. want to just be sitting there just throwing the same two combination, things the whole yeah. Fight. Like, yeah. you might, you just mix it up and yeah. try not to get like hit. I said before, it must be a long six minutes, though. It is. Yeah, I can imagine. Anyway, this has been longer than six minutes. <laughs> we got more out of you than that. I think we've nearly done the hour mark. Very Excellent. thankful for you coming along, Dave, and uh, doing this for me. I'll see you back out at work. Put this up in a couple of weeks if I can get hold of Ben for <laughs> one in between. All right, thank you very much, right, Dave. Thank you, sir. That's it. Wrapped up in the can. <laughs>